Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Hey everybody, it's me, Jake, here to let you know that this holiday week for Thanksgiving, Holden and I are going to be spending time with our families, and so we decided to not release a regular episode as usual. But, you know, not going to leave you hanging, so we're actually going to put out this episode from the archives of our Patreon bonus feed, and hey, if you got a long flight coming up, maybe you just need that hit of whiz-brew energy in your life and haven't signed up for the Patreon yet, only $5 will get you access to hours and hours of bonus content that you've never heard before. So, you know, maybe now's a good time to check it out. Uh, just go to patreon.com slash whizbrew and see if it's right for you. Anyway, everyone have a great holiday. Be thankful. And we'll see you next week. With America Online, you can access sports, games, and all the latest news. Even ladies, go shopping. In the year 3000! Only CompuServe has full access of the Encarta Digital Library. That's right, everything from Aardvark to Zades. <laughs> I mean, how do we. This is just going to age us so completely, this conversation right now. But I thought. Our it, goal of the. Listen, if you don't <laughs> look down at your hands and see them actively turn to dust and bones as we talk, we didn't do our job right on this right, episode. Right, right. This is us essentially just playing with uh, the hilarious concept that we saw sort of the internet begin. I know Jay keeps saying this is not the beginning is of the internet, that we got the internet well into the internet. And um, Jake, what do you mean by that? I just mean that like from that, like we think that we saw the internet begin, but there really is like an even older generation connected on 8-bit computers and like weird Usenet groups and MUDs and all this fucking crazy stuff that us 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 young spry baboos with our America online uh, and yeah. prodigy servers, uh, you know, we got to see the sanitized people friendly version. There's some grizzled digital warriors that we're not that's not even within our wheelhouse. So I have a friend and I'm actually having a weird wash of memory in terms of exactly what friend this was. But I'd have a distinct memory of going to a buddy's house and him pulling me into a side room 
when I was very, very young. I think this is pre-middle school even. Um, and sitting down with him and being like, hey, there's this new thing called the internet. Uh, I don't know if he called it the internet. You say the Prodigy isn't actually the internet, but we we did the dial-up modem. And by the way, we should even start there with what, yeah. <laughs> If these noises don't make any sense to you, then you are too young to be listening to. No, no, I'm just getting, but but these are, those were the defining sounds of getting to actually use the internet back in the day. And of course, if you're around our age, this is all like old bullshit for you, but hopefully you'll find this to at least be a nostalgic journey. But anyways, back in the day, you essentially had to make, it almost sounded like like a, sending a fax or something. You would hear all these crazy noises. Also, it was connected to your phone line. This was such a big part of things too, because your mother or your brother, you know, your brother's trying to talk to Susie Big Breasts, but he can't <laughs> because you're using the internet to talk to, you know, uh, Cindy Tiny Breasts because you were in middle school uh, via Ooh. AOL. Well, ugh, man, I can tell you stories. Uh, by the way, <laughs> was uh, and breasts. Breasts were a defining part of my early internet <laughs> days. Was just literally getting to see a single one of them by waiting for like three hours for a picture to. Finally, uh, fully download or uh, 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 upres on your computer. Like that was such a big thing as well. So long, moldy pornos I found in the woods. <laughs> I'm a man of the future, right? And and but man, did you have to wait for hours? But anyways, I I I'm get I'm I'm going too far forward. So my buddy pulls me into a side room. He's like, "This is this new thing. It's called Prodigy." Mm-hmm. And I think he did use the word the internet, but I could be wrong. We it took forever to get signed on, and I can't even remember what we did. And I remember being completely confused by the whole situation. I was like, "Wait, wait!" So you can like send messages to people and hold in. My family had Prodigy. Yes. So please explain to me because I only got a taste of it, and I remember being completely confused by what it and the internet was until you know, flash forward a year or more when it was like a AOL was like a household term and a thing that everybody had and yada, yada, yada. So I should have called my dad before we uh, <laughs> did this because obviously he was the one that got it and paid for the monthly bill and everything. Uh, but I must have been, you know, eight, nine years old, seven, eight, nine, maybe that range was the prodigy years. And um, what it was is uh, the first real internet service provider was uh, CompuServe, which basically only navigated through command line. Like, it was basically text-only. That's how you got access to Usenet stuff. That's how, like, a lot of the early Internet warriors uh, got connected. Uh, But Prodigy was this insane, grandiose product that was meant to uh, make the web, or not the web, the web is an entirely separate thing invented by a specific guy, uh, to make the Internet visual. Um, Yes. And so... Uh, what it was, it was based in DOS computers, IBM PC compatible computers, and it was uh, owned by like a giant swath of conglomerates. I believe AT&T was like the major shareholder of it. And it used these very crude kind of almost like kid pick style flat vector graphics. So like um, images would be formed by on a black background with like these pale colored uh Polygon. So, like, I'm trying to think of how to just everything was flat and angular mm. and like very low res. But the idea was if you could program in the Prodigy language, you could make your own portal. So, for example, uh, Nova, the science show, 
had its own prodigy destination and you'd go there through prodigy and you'd learn like fun science lessons and there'd be like little interactive quizzes and uh you'd click on something about like praying mantises and a low res image of a drawing of a praying mantis would show oh, they, so they went that deep with it because i remember being like we very slowly navigated our way around it and i had no idea even still by the end of it what exactly i was looking at and then uh, we there was walked like a shitty confused. maze game we used to play that i would always and you would just wander around aimlessly till a monster killed you um there was also really early email like we had an email address this is how early this was wow you couldn't have a screen name your email address was a series of random letters and numbers oh, that you were just yeah. supposed to keep track of um I remember playing an online game, one of the weird, like, fun edutainment quiz games, bumping into a fellow player, again, age eight, and uh, they started emailing me, and I started emailing them back and forth, uh, and, like, ostensibly, she was a, like, teenage girl who was having issues with her parents' divorce, <laughs> and, like, my dad was like, hey, why are you spending so much time on the computer? And I literally just, again, naive child, was like, I made a friend, and my dad was like, what? <laughs> and he started reading this and he was like, hey, Jake, uh, don't talk to strangers online anymore. <laughs> uh, but Prodigy was, it never got off the ground. No. It was such a monumental like effort in modern, of technology because these were, you know, they were trying to convey all this information and entertainment under modems that were slower than like anything. Like 56K was just a twinkle in people's eye. This was like 1,200 baud modems still trying to, do interactive visual things and the framework necessary to build that was far ahead of its time until the exact second it was old slow and shitty forever right right uh, we stuck with prodigy for like after the jump to windows aol took over so that is really when the internet became so the internet was synonymous with aol netscape navigator mm-hmm. that was our Google Chrome of the day. Um, Except instead of free and good, it cost your parents 30 to $40 and was slow and terrible. Yes, it was so slow. I have distinct mem- memories. Again, no bullshit. I, would, I remember we would set an image of Green Day to download in our computer lab. We would go get lunch. We'd do a couple of classes even, and we'd come back and it might be done loading. Oh. And then we would print it out on the printer, and that was, like, a huge deal. Like, the fact that we could pull this image from the ether, and even though it took three hours, the fact there was a, a, a color Wait, image. you have color picture of Green Day, but not in magazine? Right? You, no, color picture Green Day in magazines. And, and could print it out, and, like, this was a massive deal to us. Mm-hmm. And I remember, and then, I mean, you throw the whole part of, I remember, like, a nudity image being like oh like princess jasmine just getting railed dude i remember i have memories of lo- trying to upload not even try not not load but click on and load an image of like carmen electra not even naked or anything <laughs> but like but who cares it was the idea of carmen and electra. freaking out and like looking cuz i had a good view of the way the tell for when my parents were coming home is if that garage mm. light turned on 
You know, you ha- you always had like your your go to, and the computer was like right in the good view of the garage. So I'm like just looking at the garage with my side eye, trying to get this image to load. It probably took an hour, you know, and then find and then like printing it out and like using it for later, if you know what I mean. It was so crazy the way that us horny boys use the internet. I, <laughs> honest to God. I f- fucking hell. I feel like I, I got dad turn off this. I know you listen sometimes. Turn this <laughs> off. I like a sailor who is trained for like emergency, like uh, evacuation orders. I could upon hearing the garage, do- automatic garage door, like start to go off. I could turn off the computer, put my pants yes. on and run upstairs and pretend yes. to be doing something else in a seamless, singular motion 100%. without any conscious thought. It was raw instinct and nerve. God, what a sad life. I know, right? Fuck. But we went, going back to AOL, I remember uh, my parents, we went from like an Apple to old school. Ooh. Jumped from that to like a gateway computer with like <laughs> mist and and internet and all that Ooh. stuff. And even then it is like so slow and ridiculous. But that was like this amazing jump in technology for me. And uh, you know, if you open a web browser now, they don't have to play a fancy animation in the corner just to keep you busy. <laughs> exactly. And I remember getting set up with AOL and it becoming a big part of my life. And so AOL was access to the Internet, email, which was huge and, you know, was definitely a big, a big, important thing. But mostly and this is a thing that the generation before us has no true concept of AIM was a groundbreaker for the young teenage boy it, and, and girl. It was a way for us to like hornily talk to each other or, you know, or not hornily. Or, well, or just, 15 does a very good job they of do That fucking AOL episode is incredible. If you haven't seen Pin 15, it's on Hulu. It's Please watch amazing. it. And there's a whole episode dedicated to what life was like for the middle school child when AIM came out or AOL Instant Messenger, which now is so, I mean, ch- and chat rooms. You remember like the first time you went into a chat room and yes. how mind-blowing that was? You're just like, there's all these people in here and they don't even know, none of us know each other and we're all just having and a communication. none of them know that I am a child. Yeah, and nobody knows you're a kid nobody knows anything right unless you're unless you're talking to people at school but this was the thing about talking to people at school we didn't have texting at all back then mm-hmm. so this was the first time ever you could like actually be like hey I have a total like I have a thing a crush on you. I have a you know what I mean because this is the oh, first. I was t- too busy making away messages that made me feel funny and deep. <laughs> this was a time when girls don't want to talk to me, but maybe if they see this away message, they'll find me intriguing. This is a time when we were experiencing this shit for the first time. I feel like kids now there's dick pics and all this stuff. Well, yeah, they, that's the thing though. You're like, oh, the kids don't know uh, the joy, but like they got. I don't know if kick is still a thing. I remember when everyone was scared of kick. But they got WhatsApp. They got Signal. Yeah. They got all the things. They got Snapchat. But they grew up in a world where this existed. We saw this become, you know, and, and right before our very eyes at the perfect time when all we wanted to do was be able to, like, have that one degree of separation from the person we had a crush on so that we could finally actually say, hey, I have a crush on you via text instantly to them as opposed to um you know the lack of confidence we feel when we're actually face to face with a human being mm. now uh were you around like did you have AOL uh before like so at a certain point uh the the AOL and Prodigy and CompuServe and all these things uh the web became bigger than all of that 
and the World Wide Web yes. was a separate, uh, you know, HTML, the protocol and all that, uh, where anybody could make any page and uh, it could be accessed. I mean, yeah, by- I think I definitely had it before that. So, yeah. So this I never had AOL. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, AOL was my it was a daily app, you know. But I remember like all those for tabs, hours activity, all those tabs, entertainment, game. Yes. Like, what was that shit? Like, you was know, that actually interesting? Honestly, I feel like I spent if you fuck around with that stuff at first and the Internet's the Internet. You want to go to your favorite band's website or your favorite video games website or something like that and learn more about it or try to download pictures of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, also, I remember there was like dirty web comics worth. I remember. Do you remember Space Moose? Do you remember that one? Oh, when you said dirty web comics, I was thinking something completely different. Oh, no. I meant like, like Net- bl- funny. Blue. I had I had printed out this comic. This was Space Moose. Yes, Space no, Moose. I remember Space Moose. Space Moose, like really filthy, just stuff. There's like one episode of Futurama where they acknowledge it. And really? It's like, yeah, because uh, it was a. Outside of the internet, it was basically the Perry Bible Fellowship. It was a college newspaper comic that found fame yes. through the internet. And for me, it was like this dirty thing I could secretly like in middle school. And I remember I thought it was the funniest thing ever. It was, oh, fuck, was it Barney versus Grimace or something like that? Oh, 90% of the internet. Well, this is an entirely separate psychological thing. <laughs> but there was, like, more so than, like, ISIS hates America, a middle school child in on the internet hates barney hates barney hated everything barney stuff for some reason it was like because your entire and then the teletubbies ide- came after that right your entire identity is now defined by pr- trying to prove that you are not a, a baby yes and barney was so much the a ultimate ba- yeah that like you physically wanted to strangle the idea that you weren't a capable adult fuck machine <laughs> Everything's sex. I don't know if you knew this. As everything is sex, especially in the early days of the internet. Now, I was telling you about a thing that I distinctly remember that was one of the scariest moments of my childhood, actually, um, and early teenhood. I got really into what they called punting in AOL, which was essentially oh, the- only the bad kids at my school knew about that. So it's like this really cheap way to feel like you're a hacker, and it was that you, you could download these suites, essentially, of- um, that would do a bunch of different stuff, right? The main thing was punting. Essentially what punting was, it would flood the other person with uh, IMs so fast and so crazy that they would end up just getting kicked off of the server because there was just so much action coming at them. Um, and uh, there were other things, though. And the one that I got in trouble for, I think I got reported because I was just trying all of the different things. And one of the different things was like, there's an issue with your credit card. You should give me, like, I need your credit card information. Uh, you know, in order to move forward, right? Which is like so illegal. And I ended up getting kicked from AOL for it. And it kicks the entire family's AOL account. I remember my mom just, be- I-, I discovered the problem first. I was like, oh my God, it's because I'm fucking around with this like super illegal shit. Mm-hmm. And I just pretended like nothing was happening as you do in middle school. You know what I mean? When you, kn- by the way, that feeling back then, I don't think I'll ever feel that way again, where you know you did something wrong, 
and you're just waiting for the fallout mm-hmm. and there's nothing you can do about it until your parents find out inevitably find out about the thing you did wrong right oh i'm shutting down internally for even summoning these memories hold so. so so my mom's like something's wrong with AOL i can't get online blah 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 and i'm just like oh no oh no and then they call and he's like the guy's like Somebody in your house is using some bullshit, right? And then I just totally played dumb, somehow got away with it. Again, I think most of the time when I got away with stuff as a kid, by the way, I feel like it was 100% because my parents were just too tired to deal with it, right? I think she knew that it was me, right? But was just like, you know what? I just can't even fucking get into this right now. What even is punting? What even is this stuff, right? So anyways, uh, I ended up... um, I. Don't think I got in trouble. We got a temporary password, and that is the last uh, that uh, or we got a new password. We got reset up with the account with a warning. If that ever happens again, we're fucked. And that's the last time I ever uh, was a professional hacker, Jake. That was the last time I ever uh, ever decided to try and fuck with other people online in that way. Holden, are you my therapist? Why? Because <laughs> you just summoned the most repressed memory I've ever. What had. happened? All right. So, <laughs> God, this is, there's no funny spin on this. I was okay. just a fucking horrible, horny ass, yeah, 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 dumb yeah, yeah. kid. Oh, I've, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, <laughs> I was obsessed with like horny cartoons. I uh, just like as as listeners to this podcast might know, I'm stunted in several ways. Um, <laughs> and at some point, I found this like weird program that was like this is an ex- this is where all the good stuff is. This is an exclusive, like, it'll get you to a server. Or it's, I don't even remember the exact language. But, like, it's not Prodigy. It's not AOL. And it's, like, free. And I was like, well, how could, this is amazing. <laughs> this is all the, like, it'll be all the filthy stuff I want. And I won't muddy up the history and the like, perfect crime. Um, this was definitely during the dial-up days. So I loaded it up. I dialed, like, dialed in. And I just set the file that I wanted to download. And then just walked away. I just like kept it going all night. Mm. And when I woke up the next morning, it still wasn't done downloading. And I was like, uh, which, by the way, is not a rare occurrence. Yeah. I'm going to throw this out there. Letting things download overnight and them still not being done. I mean, let's not even get into fucking Napster and shit. But like, yeah, yeah, that uh, is not strange. An hour a song. Yes. An hour a song. An hour a song, ladies and gentlemen. Now I can literally just go on Spotify. This was, I think, pre 56 game. This was real early. Uh, I was definitely like a kid when this was happening and I turned it off, deleted the thing, forgot about it. A month later, my mom was like very cautious and very like non-confrontational. It was like, uh, sweetie, did you do anything weird with the computer? <laughs> and I was like, N- n- no. And she was like, okay, well, um, we got, uh, well, you know, the second line that we use for the computer is, uh, paid for by my work. Uh, so I can work from home <sighs> and I got a call saying that someone in the house put a $3,000 collect call to Madagascar. What? It was a giant scam. Oh. My. God. And I was, I fucking lied through my teeth. I feigned it. Really? Because the bigger sin than committing international fraud was, I did a horny. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. And like, you know, a, you know, a week later, she was like, you know, it's all smoothed out. Uh, just, you know, if you're doing so, be careful with what you do on the computer and like, you know, ask us if you're downloading something like uh, new. And I was like, sure thing. And obviously I didn't do it again. But that is like a shame nugget that you just 
dislodged with your well, story. Well, and that was what happened to me. I felt deep shame. That was because that was the first time. I, oh, I, guess, I never admitted this. Fuck, it feels bad. Stop listening. I guess nothing. No, please keep listening. We value you as a patron. Nothing felt real about punting until we got kicked off of AOL. Mm-hmm. And my mom is like, what's going on? I'm like, oh, right. I'm like asking a stranger. I, mean, I only did it once. And I wasn't actually trying to get their credit card information or anything like that. I was just an angsty teen that just was like getting a thrill out of fucking with people. You know what I mean? But like, at least you didn't send like a SWAT team to their house when yes, they killed their exactly. dog. Exactly. Well, there was, but there was that disconnect that what happens in the online space isn't real, mm-hmm. right? And I think we're slowly starting to learn that yes, in fact, it is real. But there are so many people out there that still have that weird disconnect that like, oh, if I anonymously say this disgusting thing on Twitter. It's not actually the real world, and so for some reason it's not as bad. No, it's still the real world. There's just no real consequences. Yeah, exactly, right? And then I think the first time I actually got real consequences from punting, from my that, that weird thing. I'm trying to remember some of the other stuff I did with punting, because there, the, there was a whole suite, and you could do all this weird shit with it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I downloaded it. It was like, man, that was the only time I well, felt like- You had like the a, magic computer in front of you. Like, I felt just like an look actual, up, like, oh, I mean- AO Hell, I think was like was one. Was AO Hell? Maybe, oh, was it AO Hell? I think that's when I, in the furthest recesses of our of my mind. Meanwhile, I'm sure the listeners, like the guy who invented that program is listening right now. Is like fake uh, account generator, uh-huh. mail bomb, script which rapidly send emails, a flooding script to flood a chat room, um, artificial intelligence bot. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, the AI bots were fun. That was fun. Stuff like that. Um, <laughs> Steve Case cloak. It would allow users to propose as AOL founder Steve Case <laughs> in chat rooms. Uh, oh, uh, editing the sounds, like changing the sound files around. So instead of like, you got mail, it would be like a Simpsons sound clip. Yeah. That was very, that was always fun. It was such a goofy, weird way to pretend like you were in fucking Swordfish or whatever. <laughs> swordfish is even. The worst. Yeah, that's even like, that's still 2000s. Like, right. It and was... it, this might be a bit of a jump, but my fir- I remember my first big experience with Flash games on the internet. and Wait, getting that. there's, there's. Before that, there was Macromedia Dreamweaver, which was like even uh, before that was was uh, playing games online. I don't think I played a game online, true, until uh, Comedy Central mm. released Flash games for South Park and some of the other shows. And this was like a little ways into the internet, but I just definitely have a very fond memory of playing like the same two South Park bad flash games over and over again because it was south park and 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 that made me cool for some reason and that was like a huge huge uh revelation to me i was like wait i can just load up this website and play a video game like that's how it works uh specifically video games for stuff that didn't get to have video games is like a big deal um there was uh i'm getting flashes of our uh of our Neopets episode with Karina, but uh-huh. um, yeah, this is all back then. This is all that time, uh, that early internet. There was uh, you don't know Jack used to have an online version that was amazing. Really? Yeah, it used streaming audio, so like each week there'd be a new quote unquote episode, and I was obsessed with that. Um, and uh, what was it? There was an amazing uh, multiplayer game called Acrophobia uh, that. Uh, the ch- basically, it was a big chat room where everybody got uh, a random acronym, like a random series of letters, and you had to pick 
what it was an acronym for and like type it out and everyone's answers would show up and you could vote on like what was funniest, who had the fastest response, like all that. Uh, I sucked hours into that. Yeah. Um, I got and one. And that was all loaded in browser. I got one for you. Do you remember the fucking weird slot machine game Slingo? Do you remember Slingo? Ooh, I, I don't. used to play that for hours with my buddy Pat. It was so funny, man. Yeah, yeah. We played the fuck out of that game. Mm. But this was back when, you know, it was just a weird, weird time with, with the with the uh picture loading. Video was like barely imaginable oh real player fucking real player was dog shit yeah it was like that stuff i remember actually at one point it took it i think it took a full night of secretly uploading it in my computer lab because my buddies and i had that computer lab on lockdown that computer lab was just like where we went what we did and we sort of like ran shop there and and we were all working together just like i'm working on this video right now and we would like secretly upload stuff overnight and then come back to the same computer in the lab and be like it downloaded and it was like um primus music videos yep i remember i remember that was a huge one on a tiny quick time yes the smallest fucking tiniest little window (laughs) ever dude I know there's so many more memories too that I'm like having a. Well, a- so here's the thing: you have to differ. the The hard line that I feel like we have to like draw between is like pre web, post like were you on AOL? Were you on Prodigy? I, I or was, were you yeah. on Internet Explorer? I was shown AOL. I mean, I was shown Prodigy, and then way later, skipped to getting an AOL account, and that was. The end all be all, right? Just like for a long time there, everybody just was like, oh, they would probably even call it, you know, like they say Kleenex, like, oh, I use AOL. Like you don't even mm-hmm. call it the internet, right? Which is so unheard of now. With all those discs, by the way, with the codes on them for free months. Oh, yeah, that was weird. And like using the fuck out of those. Um, and then that. Why were con- you, you parents paid for AOL. Why were you using the codes? I were, you know, just to get discs. I mean, they were oh. money conscious and stuff like that, I feel like. Uh, and then Netscape Navigator at school, mm-hmm. and with those like early Macs. By the way, those like um, the shell, the like rounded ones with the, oh, the IMAX, the IMAX with the, with the Bondi blue IMAX. Yes, with the fucking circular mouse with the gross button. Yeah. on Yeah, and then I feel like once we got past the, you know, then we get to explore, and then you get to college. For me, is defined by um, Napster. And uh, what was the other one um, that came after Napster? Kazaa. And that was the big, oh my God, the internet thing. That and early emulators. And NES and SNES emulators and all that stuff. So I'm going to just go on a limb and and I'm guessing you finally had broadband in your your college dorm. Yeah, I think so. And that just changed Changed everything. everything. Yeah, I don't think I had a, a... a f- mo- cable modem or, or a, a dial-up modem, rather. And that's what people don't... Re- the dial-up modem was the most cumbersome, awful thing. And you want to talk about like how many hours people spend on YouTube alone, much less the rest of the internet, a day? Now, imagine this. Unless you were one of the richie riches, you had one dedicated phone line for your entire house. And if you had siblings and parents trying to use the phone... You had to get offline. You were you, it took up your phone line, which by the way doesn't even make any sense to anybody who was born after this time because you just have your own phone. Back in the day we all had to use All right, I'm turning into an old man. I think we got to wrap this up soon. Hold on. I got a uh, vamp, vamp holding. I got to look something up. You had if you wanted to 
talk to your crush, you were going to have to deal with your mom screaming at you to get off the phone or get off the of AOL so that she could, uh, uh, you know, make a phone call to some work friend or something. It was awful. Just imagine sharing a phone at all nowadays. It's ridiculous. Also, I want to apologize. I was trying desperately to remember what my initial uh, AOL username was, and I just can't remember it. Jake, do you know yours? <laughs> uh, it's a little. It's a little shameful, but uh, <laughs> my a, my initial instant messenger name was Fatty Slimbo <laughs> because I loved the music of Fat Boy Slim. That's and amazing. I was a cool chubby guy. <laughs> All right, what do you got for me, Jake? I was just trying to figure out. out like what the actual speed of like a modern oh LTE my God. connection is. Kilobytes per second, I'll tell you that much. Well, that's, per minute, I think. Yeah, kilobytes like per 56 minute. kilobytes, you know, 56K was the modem. Uh, but I can't I can't find a good calculator for how much baud like an actual just normal flagship cell phone has. Uh, well, I think that's uh, that'll call it for our discussion of the early days of the internet. It was a weird, cumbersome, horny time for Jake and I both. I can't and believe I admitted all that crime I did. As a I child. love that you did all that crime, man. I, I, I'm I'm glad they smoothed it out. You should admit to them. So I should go home and be like. It was me trying to do some weird hacker shit on AOL. That's why we got kicked out of our account. And uh, the dude that you spoke with on the phone definitely knew it was me <laughs> and was being very cool about it and didn't give me away. So Sounds like you got to find that guy on the phone. I need to find that AOL beer. customer service guy and hook him up. Uh, all right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we'll be back next week with more bonus content. Have a good one. Oh, we didn't even get to Newgrounds. Oh, my God. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Hey everybody, it's me, your woolly wizard, Jake. And it's your bristling bruiser, Holden McNeely, and we are so excited to announce Page 7 and Wizard and the Bruiser live in Los Angeles, California. Wednesday, December 11th, 2019 at the Regent Theater. Tickets are only $22. And where can they get them, Jake? Type in your little web bar. Go to lastpodcastnetwork.com slash p7live. That's lastpodcastnetwork.com slash p7live. We'll see you there, folks. Or else I'll cry. Yeah, he'll cry. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support so you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.